Hello friends and welcome to the New Testament in a Year. Welcome back as we journey into Mark chapter 13. I'm Sean Bailey and I'm excited to read this with you and help unpack the lessons we find in this chapter. So grab your Bible if you can and listen closely if you will as we read through Mark 13. But before we read Mark 13, let's review Mark 12. Now, in Mark 12, Jesus engaged in some intense dialogues. He addressed questions about paying taxes, the resurrection, and the greatest commandments. He also shared the parable of the vineyard, which highlights the rejection of the Son. The religious leaders plotted against Jesus challenged him with various questions, which ultimately sets the stage for the powerful teachings that we're about to hear in Mark 13. As we look ahead into what we're about to see today in Mark chapter 13, we're going to see a shift in the tone of Jesus as he discusses future events and share some very important teachings on being watchful and having endurance. So here are three things that we need to look for as we as we read. Look for the prophetic insights that Jesus shares. He foretells the future events and provides this unique glimpse into the unfolding of God's plan. Also look for Jesus give us a call to being watchful or watchfulness. Listen to what Jesus says multiple times. Jesus repeatedly calls for us to be watchful and to be alert. And think about the deeper meaning of spiritual watchfulness in our lives. And also look for this theme of enduring faith in the middle of your trials. Look at what Jesus shares, his encouragement to endure in the face of trials, in the face of persecution. So let's read together. We'll start in Mark chapter 13. Mark chapter 13. We'll begin in verse 1 and we'll read all the way down to verse 37. Verse 1 of Mark chapter 13. As he was going out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Teacher, look, what massive stones, what impressive buildings. Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left upon another. All will be thrown down. While he was sitting on the Mount of Olives, across from the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things happen, and what will be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished? Jesus told them, Watch out that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and they will deceive many. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, don't be alarmed. These things must take place, but it is not yet the end. 
for nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. Verse 9. But you, be on your guard. They will hand you over to local courts, and you will be flogged in the synagogues. You will stand before governors and kings because of me as a witness to them. And it is necessary that the gospel be preached to all nations. So when they arrest you and hand you over, don't worry beforehand what you will say, but say whatever is given to you at the time. For it isn't you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. Brother will, be, will betray brother to death, and, fa- and a father his child. Children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of my name, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. Verse 14. When you see the abomination of desolation standing where it should not be, then those in Judea must flee to the mountains. A man on the housetop must not come down or go in to get anything out of his house, and a man in the field must not go back to get his coat. Woe to pregnant women and nursing mothers in those days. Pray it won't happen in winter, for those will be the days of tribulation, the kind that hasn't been from the beginning of creation until now and never will be again. If the Lord had not cut those days short, no one will be saved. But he cuts those days short for the sake of the elect whom he chose. Then if anyone tells you, See, here is the Messiah. See there. Do not believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will arise and will perform signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, the elect. And you must watch. I have told you everything in advance. But in those days after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not shed its light. The stars will be falling from the sky and the powers in the heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. He will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the end of the earth to the ends of heaven. Verse 28. Learn this lesson from the fig tree. As soon as its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, recognize that he is near at the door. Truly I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Now concerning that day or hour no one knows. Neither the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Watch, be alert, for you don't know when the time is coming. It is like a man on a journey who left his house, gave authority to his servants, gave each one his work, and commanded the doorkeeper to be alert. Therefore be alert, since you don't know when the master of the house is coming, whether in the evening, or at midnight, or at the crowing of the rooster, or early in the morning. Otherwise, when he comes suddenly, he might find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to everyone, be alert. That was Mark chapter 13. 
you sense the tone change in Jesus? Yeah, so did I. So did I. We've stepped into this prophetic landscape now. Jesus opens our eyes and calls for us to be alert. Let's reflect on that for a bit. So Jesus really encourages us here to have this prophetic awareness. He, he wants us to be aware that that time is coming. But he also wants us to connect them to our present circumstances. And what we need to do is that we need to consider how a deeper understanding of God's plan can bring clarity and purpose to the current challenges that you face. Set aside a few few minutes each day and reflect on those prophetic insights and how they relate to you. It talks about spiritual watchfulness. Let's not cower in a corner and be afraid and hide away. Instead, we are to embrace this call to be watchful and alert in our spiritual journey. Embrace it. Have a, have a habit of this spiritual mindfulness. Always staying alert and, and um, tuned in to God's presence and his guidance in your daily life. And also in our reading, we see Jesus encouraging us to endure. This word endurance is a common word that we see throughout our our spiritual walk. But we need need to give it the credence that it deserves. Endurance through through trials. Not just getting through it and struggling through it, but having this enduring faith, knowing that the plan, the victory, the battle has already been won. And that these trials are with the core purpose of strengthening our faith, our belief in Him. Reflect on that encouragement to endure in face of trials and persecution. And consider those areas in our lives where endurance might be, might be needed a bit more. Lean on your faith to navigate challenges with resilience and hope. Jesus calls for us to be prepared. Preparation is a core component of endurance. Be prepared because we know trials will come. Let us endure with grace, with positive attitudes, knowing that this is all a part of God's great plan to strengthen our walk with Him. And also use those trials as amazing testimonies for what we have experienced through God and how far He has brought us. A lot of great stuff in Mark 13. Jesus changed that tone and we're going to continue to see that as we continue to journey towards that path of crucifixion where Jesus will give his life for us on the cross. We're approaching that. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to you continuing this journey with me. Thank you for joining in with Mark chapter 13 today. I hope to, hope to talk to you soon as we start Mark 14 tomorrow. Have a great day and be blessed.
Thank you for listening to the New Testament in a Year podcast, where we simply read the Word of God and we try to unpack it so we can find application in our lives, knowing that there is nothing more powerful than God's Word. You see, Scripture is the only source that teaches us who God is and what God wants of us. My encouragement is that the Word of God will bless you and ultimately bless your friends and family. I'll encourage you to share this podcast with your friends, share it on your social media or by word of mouth. Join in, let's read the Word of God together. And through this, may God be glorified throughout reading, listening, application, and understanding of His Word together.